1025 Sports Radio 929 the game. Steak Shapiro, Rusty Manzel. Thanks to Kirby Smart giving us 17 minutes this morning. Cut in cut into Rusty Rocks this week, but I'll let him do it once. Yeah, I mean he listen. Gets one, he gets one pass. I guess I guess we won't hold that against him. He gets one pass. But Rusty on Rocks is I mean, it's my wife's favorite segment on the Entire show all week. Yep. Uh, what jumped out of you from the interview with Kirby? Besides the fact he just seemed like he was in a great mood, and he's in off-season Kirby mode a little bit, and post Portal, right? Portal's closed up. He yeah. thinks he has. He thinks he has his roster. Yeah, he thinks he has his roster, and sounds like they're ninety-nine percent done there. I think the the comments where he kind of opens up about some of his thoughts on NIL because he doesn't do that week to week on like, yes. you know, he doesn't do that. And, and when you get him in a bowl game, if you're press, you ask him about the game. So we got a chance to ask him kind of where he thought. And, and you had a great question to expand on his comments from the Orange Bowl. Um, but I thought that, you know, for me covering this team, I wanted to know what he thought about Carson Beck and what <laughs> he did. You know, like, okay, you got probably one of the top three or four toughest schedules in the country next year. What what Georgia fans should know about Carson Beck and how big a deal this really is? Yeah, to me, I'm just going to talk about how hard the lack of structure in the rules in college football. I think I don't think Kirby Smart has visions like Jim Harbaugh of holding the Super Bowl trophy. I don't think that Lombardi Trophy is driven by that. Mm-hmm. And and I think that Kirby Smart has a wonderful life. Is paid lives, incredibly. Lives, lives, in in Athens, lives in Athens. Has a wonderful family. Well, you know, Mary, Mary Beth, Beth and, and alumni. But but I do believe that if they do not get a hold of college football's wild wild west, you're going to drive guys like Kirby Smart or others to the National Football League, where it is a. And listen, I I know Rich and Arthur Blank talked about how hard it is to be an NFL head coach now. And that the responsibilities, you have to be a psychologist and you have to be a CEO and you have to make that's all well and good. It's not like what's going no, on in college. Lord, it no. is. That's why we talked it, about D'Amico Ryan's this morning with the morning shift. Let me tell you something. D'Amico Ryan's, there's a 1% chance he ends up. He is Alabama to the bone. He was one of the best players. He played for Kirby Smart. He is a hell of a guy. He's a hell of a coach. Yes. D'Amico Ryan's, there's not <laughs> enough money to get him to go back to Alabama. Right. Because right. he's got a quarterback and he's got an offseason. He can live. He can be a human. You heard Kirby say, "I don't. I don't even know what I, I got to survive to February, so I can watch some shows with my wife." Right. You like, got to so February. It, the the and also say as a dad, and you you got four or yourself. Yep. The the idea that every one of these kids is bombarded. You know, one of the biggest stresses in life and anxiety comes from too much opportunity, too many making decisions. I watch my kids having to make decisions on on on. You know, what they're going to do on a Friday night. Are they going to, you know, I don't really want to go out, but I got, fear, you know, FOMO and then that group's doing this and I got this and I got to be a dance media, tomorrow morning. And media. I, so like decision making creates anxiety. If, if as a kid, you're wondering, would I make more playing time if I stay here? But maybe up the road at Mississippi State, I have a chance to play right away. But then I'm not going to be with this coaching staff. But then what about my academic? Like it, it just, it's never ending opportunity. As opposed to saying, I'm going to hunker down on this campus yep. and build some kind of a base for myself. And that's what Kirby was saying. All this opportunity is not healthy for the kids. Let me say this, Stake. If you take Bobby Shapiro and you say Bobby Shapiro is a 20-year-old college football player, and let's say he's a pretty good one, yep. and Bobby Shapiro makes $175,000 a year at 20 years old. He has a great sophomore year at school A. 
Well, at school B offers you three hundred. Well, he goes and gets in the portal at three hundred thousand dollars a year at twenty one years old. Well, not only is he hurting himself academically because he's not going to keep bouncing from school to school, you're not going to graduate. So at 21 years old, Bobby Shapiro makes $300,000 a year, and everybody tells you how much he loves you, and he's verified on Instagram, and he's got all the street cred. What happens to Bobby Shapiro when he's 26 years old and somebody offers him a job for $60,000 a year, he doesn't have a degree, and nobody's liking his post anymore? Where are we going to be dealing with human beings at that point? That's my question. I will tell you this. It's a great point. I've been in the business long enough. I've hired ex-athletes when I used to run stations. Yep. Or I've been approached by ex-professional athletes, you know, I won't say hundreds, but many, many, many. Yep. One of the most difficult things is, and these are pros. Yes. These are guys that get four years in the league. You're 26 years old. You didn't get a degree. So you you say, you're, saying, you're saying a guy got four years? Yeah. He's 1%. Right. He's 1%. And, my, and, you know, 1%. and do you know what their biggest stress is? Huh. I, I don't know what I'm going to do have, after I this. A, I don't have a plan. I don't have the discernible um, hiring skills. I realize nobody really cares about me. I live in Atlanta. You know how many ex- NFL players are in Atlanta? Tons. 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 You go to Kroger, you played cornerback for the Bengals for three years, and you played a year at uh, Houston. Nobody knows get, who get, you get are. A, get a divorce. And, and you, made, you made $1.2 million when you are okay. You lived at that same lifestyle. Yeah. What I notice in athletes is, is that lifestyle of men at an age of 20 years old peaking financially, yes. Yes. peaking in terms of being relevant. Yep. So I just know it for pro athletes. I think it's a bad life for, for – for, like most men like us, our careers get better as you get older. It goes up and down a little bit, yep. but you move forward. Now you're talking about college kids that may not even make the league, that don't get the degree – and they were handed, like you said, $185,000 to play old. at Ole Miss. Yep. Right? At 20 years old. And then they moved somewhere else to make 285000 at LSU. And then they got a knee injury and nobody wanted them. And behind and, academically. Yeah. Yeah. There's no academic conversation happening, right? No There's more. no business minor that's going to help set you. There's no alumni base that you're there for four years. Or, or there's a there is a peacefulness in knowing I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. This is. I'm going to go through that path, and I'm going to be here, as opposed to JT Daniels. I'm going to go to four colleges in four years. It's not really going to work at any one of them, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm not going to play next level as a quarterback. The whole thing is jacked up. And then you have a coach trying to convince you to stay on campus. And maybe there's more playing time. And I think it's it's a real unhealthy environment. I, I'm a thousand percent. I am one thousand percent for these kids making some money. And I don't know all the amounts and all that. I have a problem with a multi-year transfer. You heard Kirby Smart mention that. Now you're transferring twice. That's cr- that's crazy. It's just the wild, wild west. It's it's only sport. It's in the so world. much worse than NFL free agency. It's the because only sport you, in the world with unrestricted free agency stake twice a year, two times. It, listen, there's no cap. One right. Yes. Right. So so Alabama, LSU, Georgia can outspend everybody in the market. That's one advantage. Then the other notion is, at least when you sign a three-year deal in any professional sport, you, you can't go from the Spurs to the Nuggets to the Lakers to the Cavs. Yeah. And in the NFL, you're going to have, you know, like, that just doesn't exist. got to have some structure to it. And I have a problem with the, the multi-year transfer deal. All the money stuff, that, that somebody else has got to answer that question. Right. But we can't sit here as adults and say, oh, yeah. Just go ahead and transfer three times in three years. How many kids were in the portal this year? There's, I can't even count. 
we got some breaking news from Adam Schefter on another guy that the Falcons have requested an interview. We'll get to that when we get back. Right. It just popped up. Is so. it 2,000 kids in the portal? Oh, God, yeah. The 2,500? Probably around there, so yeah. So that's not even college. That's a whole different – what you used to do covering oh, recruiting. Dude, dude now, now we have to know what's going on with the portal. It's two different recruiting seasons. Yeah, one of them is actually looking at kids that are already playing college football. Yes. Which and, you gonna, better, and you better have somebody to study that. And do you want to know if that affects your team? Look at Ole Miss. Look at Florida State. Look at who has emerged. Those are portal wins, the, right? They call the Lane the portal king. The portal king. Let me tell you something. Ole Miss, we're, we're talking about that. They are all in. They are all in on this team right here. They got their quarterback back, and they See, got their ass whipped in Athens by Georgia, and they went after three of the best defensive linemen in the country. And they got all three. Do you think you know who's going to be the next head coach at Alabama? you think you know? I think I know who's going to have to say no first. Will you tell us in six minutes? I'll give you that and some Falcons news when we get back. Wow. I'm going to have to tell the other shows. They're going to have to hold off. Actually, I'm not telling Randy McMichael that. Don't tell that. Randy McMichael I'm not telling him that. I might, if I give him a little bit of Georgia juice behind the scenes, <laughs> yeah, we might get 10 minutes. Extra. Hey, 10 o'clock hour brought to you by mancavestore.com. Visit your man cave game this football season. Two big stories coming up. You gotta wait. Sports Radio 929.